0: You are listening to the Hello Sport podcast. Okay, we are back. Welcome to the Hello Sport podcast, the home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Eddie, Tom, hello. how are you? Oh, look, I'm fantastic. I'm absolutely fantastic. I don't know if you could be um, any I'm, better. I couldn't be more alive, Tom. New I'm on South- a high, mate. N- New South Wales are back on top of the uh, the rugby league heap. Back where we belong. The I Origin think. heap. Champions of the world. Uh, best rugby league team. On the planet, Tom. Uh, yeah, one, one straight. That's what it is. Well, it's 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 the best team on the planet. One in a row. Hashtag one in a row. We've done it. One series in a row. Goodbye. And that look, the Queensland dynasty, obviously, well and truly over. We are basking well and truly in the afterglow of the 2018 State of Origin series victory that took place on Sunday night. Uh, very stiff, Eddie. Very. I'm filled with a lot of state pride. Um, didn't know I could feel such overwhelming joy, Tom. Now, when when the when the when we when the whistle went last night, there was an overflow of emotion, I think. Oh what well, we weren't together. An outpouring of emotion. An, an outpouring emotion. of emotion. Uh overflowing. Yeah. Went straight to the bar, a couple of rums. New South Wales. Celebratory rums. rums, New South Wales rums. Uh victorious rums. And could it get any better? No, I don't think so. Now look We've got a lot to get through uh, on this show this week. Uh, just a bit of info for the punter and the dribbler m- before we before we get stuck into it. Uh, if you're in Sydney on Wednesday night, this Wednesday night, get down to the Botany View Hotel. We're doing a live podcast with the one and only Josh Reynolds, the grub. He's going to be on stage talking a bit the of shit. The last music. great New South Wales half. Well, he was until... Until last night. Until last night, yeah. Uh, so he's going to be talking Origin, all that sort of stuff. That's the Botany View Hotel on Wednesday, June 27th. 7.30pm. Get down there from 7, though. Correct. Just to be safe. Uh, if you want to follow us, keep up to date with the uh, the goings on. It's Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram. Go For- subscribe to all the fucking, on all your podcast platforms, to Sport Podcast. Correct. All that shit. But coming up on the show, obviously a bloody comprehensive Origin rap. Uh, going to be rapping Origin, Tom. Um, uh, Going to be talking a little bit of uh, rugby union, the 15 man card. 15 man game. Uh, look, not the result everyone wanted on the weekend, but goddamn uh, international rugby league still love and well in this country with the sold out Allianz Stadium. New rugby ground union. record. Rugby union. What did I say? Rugby league. Well, rugby league. Is well, that's on your mind. Uh, rugby league is alive and well, though. I'm not incorrect in saying that. No. Um, and Nick Curios is a little bit of hot water again, Tom. Yeah, and I'm not so sure why. Look, there. I'm um, uh, Nick Kyrgios, very polarising figure in in world sport, Eddie. But oh. I think he might be a little un- a little unfairly, harshly done by. It. Well, he's maligned now, Tom, and yeah, they go is. after the maligned. They do. Um, and then, obviously, I mean, on Origin, also the, the 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 ladies, the female state of Origin, the girls got a, had a game. Yeah, Uh, it'd be rude not to touch on that, Tom. Rude not to touch on it. And also the furor surrounding uh, just a little bit of post-game love between a couple of women. We'll get into it. We'll get into it, Eddie. Very excited. Cannot wait, Time Time to rip in. Time to rip in. Okay, Eddie, so look. State of Origin, we haven't spoken about it. I mean, there's a bit to digest here. There's a lot to digest, Tom. Look, okay, I guess guess firstly I just want to say, uh, hell of a win. We almost lost it, which was intense. I just want to go through the performances, Firstly personally for myself uh Littrell and the fox certainly holding up that left edge uh look like a look like a left edge we can get behind uh what for the next ten years is that fair to say uh, I'm more than happy to get behind them for the next ten years, for t- sure. T- uh, just that the—I the- mean, Lachelle's a—he's just a, a hunk of a man, he's isn't a he? Hunk of a man. He's Real- a hunk of a man, strong as an ox. Real specimen. Am I am I wrong in saying strong as an ox? I'd Tom? say that the ox is the preferred terminology when describing a man's strength in 2018, <laughs> yeah. and he's yeah. as strong as one. Yeah, he's oh. got all the ox strength you could ask for. Uh, close to the line, absolutely bitch chambers. Oh which I god, love. great ball from Teddy. Oh Ted, a, Teddy's he's a he's got a lot of weak, a lot of nass around the, uh, around, r- the around the ruck, mate. Teddy's an Origin plenty footballer, plenty of ruck nass. Uh, he's an out-and-out out Origin footballer, Tom. And when you got a big ox-like fucker in Latrell Trell, who's who's that close to the line and and has got a thirst for tries for his state, Tom, oh, it, mate. it's over. It's absolutely over. It's over. It's done. And the thirst for tries is insatiable with Trell. Trell just has an absolutely uh, you know, unquenchable desire to score tries. And, and I think you saw that. That was um, exemplified when he's trying to get that ball away to Fox, trying to get him over the line for a bit of meat. Yeah. And then when he breaks the line and tries to throw that, that, that no-look flick pass, again, you could, on the face of it, say, particularly when he tries to get the ball away to Fox the first time, that that, that leads to a try. Yeah, but, absolutely. But, but the flip of the coin is if you're going to have a man in there with an insatiable thirst for tries, that's... That's by the, the by, you yeah. know what I mean? Well, it's called it's called uh, like yeah, you are sort of your... you yeah yin and yang, Tom. No, but you know your, your your beer wasted. You know, it's like what you are prepared to lose. <laughs> it's like it's 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 almost written into the price. Yes, it's into the yes. price of trell yes. is a couple of loose passes because of a, an insatiable thirst for tries. That's right. Now, also, I'd say that the fox was a little bit to blame there as well because I think the fox maybe underestimated trell's thirst and so overran him a little bit. Well, he's too quick. He's, he's too quick. Had he stood a little deeper, anticipated the thirst. Mm. Then I think we could have been seen another well, we, fox try. Well, I think so, but you know, again, the fox is just a victim of of you know immense speed, greyhound like speed. Yes. I think we've been yes, it's exactly. been called greyhound like dishlicker speed, Dishlicker stuff. And when you run it at the speed of a dishy, Tom, you you band overrun a couple, and that's it. But these creases can be ironed out, punters, dribblers. Yeah. This is this is series number one. It's their second game, Eddie. You you you. You know, cut down on the wastage, on the beer slop, <laughs> so to speak, and you get and you get the fox standing a little deeper with that dishy speed. I and mean, you get trell a little more crisp with the flick pass. Uh, look, this is dynasty stuff, punters, dribblers. Dynasty know. stuff down that left edge. Now the right side, Tom exposed early, exposed early, but you know what, uh, Tommy Turbo and he came in off his wing like a good bloody and Jimmy the Jet. It, it, the, the, did he? Did, did he? Look, Tommy came in off his wing for that first try, right? Bad decision. It's a rugby league players tend to make that mistake frequently. Now, okay, look. What's that all about? Um, now look, because, be honest, I'll tell you, what I think you know what, now, what, there, no, I, what I mean? If I was to or did you do you have a do you have a theory? No, I'm gonna ask you. No, I'm asking you, and I'm just laying it out for the punter and dribbler at home. Why do we consistently see wingers coming in off their wing and Inevitably jamming in. And jamming in, so to speak, and inevitably creating an overlap for themselves or against themselves. And it happens time and time and time and time again. And if you don't think these fucking elite players aren't going to be able to exploit that if you come in off your wing, then you're an idiot. And yet we see it all, all the, time. the time. What well, is going on here? Look, Eddie, now I must qualify this with the fact that I... Have no idea what I'm talking about. You know nothing. I know absolutely nothing. That's why I asked you. But if I was to hazard (laughs) a guess, if I was to put myself in the mind frame of of an origin quality rugby league footballer, well, a footballer. Certainly a footballer, I would think that in game one wasn't so much of a problem for the Jet and for Turbo, was it? In terms of the, you know, sticking out in your wing and defending. Now, game two is a whole different kettle of fish because now you've got the greatest fullback of all time looping around the back and. And, and mixing it with G.I. and the like. Mm. So naturally, I'm going to be shitting myself. Yeah. Naturally, I'm going to be like, well, what the fuck's going on here? Now I've got not just G.I. and Cam Munster. But, but I've now got I've the got, greatest fullback in the history I've got of the, the game. the greatest fullback of all time and the greatest try-scorer in Origin history in and Cam And an out-and-out an out out Origin footballer in Cam Munster, who we'll get football. to later. He's, yeah. he's immense. We'll get to Queensland in a little bit. So, I think that's why initially Turbo shit the bed, but he admitted he shit the bed. And what I liked about it was then, for the rest of the game, he was just coming in off his wing and, like, not in defense, thank Christ, but uh, doing work, going looking for the ball. Yeah, looking hitters, for nut, Tom. Looking for nuts. Looking for nut, you know? And that's what I—that's what you like out of your big body winning is, you and know what I mean? Getting on. in there, looking for a bit of work, getting your hands dirty, getting the boys on the front foot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Creating opportunities for your stake, Tom. Yeah. So he re- he rebounded well he, he rebounded very, very well uh, Nathan Cleary, little quiet but solid. Look, I'd say I'll say this about Nath: in terms of his attack, he did absolutely nothing, and no. I think that's fair to say, literally nothing. Looked like when it came to, but but he also didn't. But fuck Mal- up? No, he didn't fuck up. And Maloney was doing. Maloney, Maloney was, 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 doing was leading it. it you but, know what I mean? You could see that was almost like a conscious decision. Yeah, but look and look. I wonder whether it's a sort of a thing where it's like, let's just get him used to the to the arena. Let's get him. Let's used not to the break arena. his back. Let's no. break him in. Let's break him in like a wild stallion. Eddie. He's a wild stallion. Look at that jaw. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Exactly, right? It's a horse's jaw if ever we've seen one on a human. Ex- extraordinary craftmanship. I, I must be, say, no, absolutely, it's a wonderful chore, uh, jaw. I, I would actually look into whether he has some sort of equine uh, relatives, some equine descendancy in his in his heritage. You know bit of I mean? winks th- through the bloodline. Well, something like that. I don't know if there's just maybe some, maybe sort a bit of, of long Rhyme yeah, a bit of a Carby in him somewhere, somewhere in the, in the in the in the lineage. I just think there has to be some, but sort some of elite, a, some elite thoroughbred, thoroughbred in his past. Um, now into the forwards. Look. I mean, Debellin tackled like a motherfucker. He's a big fucker, isn't he, Debellin? He's yeah. cut to shit. You see that man with his shirt off? Yeah. You is. see that man with his shirt off? Yeah. My God, punter's yeah. dribbler. Yeah, he's pretty fucking. He's pretty all all there. You know what I mean? Oh, he's all there, Tom. He's all there. No, no, no. He's he's all there, baby. He, he, he's your rugby league ten. That's alpha shit. That's that alpha rugby league ten shit, playing in the middle, fucking cutting people in half. Oh, and, and loving it, Tom. and loving it, and loving it, licking his lips. Of course, he is, mate. And, that was and, a day in the park for him, mate. He was. Would you say? Would you say? He is the new sex symbol of rugby league? I would go absolutely along with that. He has to be the new rugby league sex symbol. You see that man with his shirt off and throwing beer and and VB and all that good stuff, all that nectar over him. A man in the throes of an origin victory with his shirt off, like in every bit an an Adonis tan covered in the nectar of the gods. I mean, you're telling me that's not a that's not a sex symbol right there? Yeah, right there. You could see every wag in the sheds afterwards just could not keep their eyes off one Jade DeBellin. <laughs> and I was part, and I, I was one of them. We were part of that, We Tom. were part of that. We were wags think, from afar. I think the nation was a yeah, wag at that yeah. point. He doesn't seem like that big of a bloke, but he seems to... You know, post-contact meters, Eddie, is something I really focus on. Well, that's... You know, I mean, look, we don't want to get two X's and O's here. But post-contact but meters, oh, they're one, critical. Of the, one of the great metrics in rugby league. That's and right. it seems like Jake's... PCMs are just Well, they're elite. Tom. They're elite. They're elite. You know what I mean? That you yeah, ever heard of top one yeah, percent? That sort of shit. That sort of shit. Now look, I don't want to be I don't want to be negative because I mean, because you know, we've got we haven't started talking about Queensland yet, so that's where I'll say most of my negativity. But what did we think of Matt Pryor? Just really. Like, did he do anything? <sighs> I'd say I'd say look, look, okay, for for the punter and the dribbler who is new to the podcast, we've we've spoken at length about the different if We've spoken at length about how a rugby league side can often be described as a brick wall. Now, the bricks are the stars in a team, you know, and then the cement are just those bit players that keep the wall together. They keep the wall together. Stop the bricks falling, falling out, out, so to speak. Exactly. And but the, but don't make no mistake. The the bricks are holding up the wall. But cement is essential. The cement's just keeping it together. But the cement is essential it's in the glue, success of the wall. Glue, if you will. Yeah. Glue, if you will. So look, Matt Pryor to me is a cement player in the Cronulla Sharks. Now, very rarely do you see in Origin any cement players picked. It's usually just all the bricks from all of the teams yeah. oh, that yeah. come together. Now, Matt Pryor would be one of the last that I can ever think of cement players brought into a brick world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Into a world of bricks. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean and we've talked before on the show, for the really loyal punter and dribbler, cement can become a brick. Yes. Over time if it's forged under pressures and environmental factors, yes. it can become a brick. Absolutely. Make no mistake. We're not saying that. But what but what we are saying is this this isn't the story of cement turned brick. No, this, this is this is the story of cement trying to mix it with brick. <laughs> exactly. Which never which doesn't it be- doesn't work. No. She so, made it. So that's where I feel like he was he played like a cement player in a in a bricks side in yeah. a bricks in a bricks world. <laughs> That's right. You know what and I mean. And cement's not going to cut it in a bricks world. No, they're too big and strong and fast and heavy and elite. And he started the game, and and we were getting dominated, and Queensland were getting a roll on, and then they they hoof they they pull him off for lack of a better term. Uh, and he goes and sits on the sideline, and then they bring him back for like the fucking final ten or something. Look, shit. it was like, always, a, it was always. I would have gone with Ryan James, and then I was even thinking, do you even just, do you even just throw Jakey on in the front row and get fucking? Well, you could, but you still need it. You still need a forward. You still need a sorry, a middle, a middle forward in the. Look, okay, this is X's. Anyway, We shouldn't get into the X's. No, 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 let's not. We're we, we're back to the the more brick and cement type.
1: Uh, yeah, you know. Point being, difference.
0: point being, we questioned his int- his inclusion uh, last week on the show. Yes. Well, we just basically couldn't really make sense of it, no. given that he's fifty. Yes. Uh, I think, by and large, we've been proven correct on yes. that. No surprises there, punters, dribblers. Uh, no surprises there. No. But moving forward, I think it's time that we say farewell to. Cement man trying to mix it in that brick. Yeah, world. look, I don't think I think, I mean, and I think we just move on with our lives. Yeah, yeah. I think we shift now to Queensland. Now, there's a couple of things I want to touch on with Queensland. Uh, yeah. Do you want to start with with what was horrible, or do you want to start with what was great? No, look, I think we start with what's horrible. Uh, so B B Hunt. Yeah. old oh, Benny Hunt. E. Not a not not a not a big game player. Well, look, but I mean, I don't know if he necessarily played that badly. But I just don't think that he's... He he just fucking... He didn't have the nuts to ice it in those situations. Queensland are used to having like Thurston and, and Cronk and everything. The only time... Motherfucker's really, ice cold. He did the penalty try tackle, which, again, I would have been happy either way if they'd just sin-binned him. I wouldn't have been like, that was a fucking penalty try. But I also... But it was a, it was a penalty try. In the letter of the law, it was a penalty try. because yes. Because was he going to... Was... Corden are going to get there. Well, you can say that he, he probably was, but I feel like a penalty try, you've got to kind of be... Like, you think about the penalty try in the 99 grand final. Whoever the fuck scored it, I can't remember, but he's, he's caught the ball and he's literally like going to ground to put it down and he gets clotheslined, knocked out and drops the ball. Yeah. You can say there that were it not for him getting clotheslined, he was 100% going to score that try. Whereas so, the Cordner one, I feel 99. like it's a 99. Yeah, I think he probably would have scored it. And yes, Chambers ended up getting there. But what about even like the fact that the way the ball bounced may have been more conducive to someone who was standing at Chambers' distance to run onto it and hit it perfectly? Whereas if Cordner was running through, it kicks up like a, a, the bounce was awkward, and he's reaching over his head to try and get it. Someone catches him, tackles him out. Like I just thought, I was sitting there going, like you feel good just showing penalty try, penalty try, definitely a penalty try, like. Sweet, I'm a New South Wales fan, so I don't give a fuck that it was a penalty try. But I was also like, well, I could, I could see how maybe it's not a penalty try and it's just maybe send him off for ten. Yeah, but I'll take it. But also, penalty he try, would, he would have scored. He would definitely so, have scored fuck it. Fuck it, so. it, fuck it. Hunts the Queensland peers. Happy for him to stay in the side. Love Happy it. for him to be the most capped uh, Queensland Hunt's half of all time, and maybe, and maybe just get him to sit through nine or ten straight losses. Yeah, you I mean, know what I mean. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Well, I think Queensland probably need to go through that as well. I think so, because it unifies you as a state. brings think, you closer, to Think Benoit's pride and passion. with they, this they feel like Queensland has become a little complacent with victory? Yes. And, uh, you know, uh, there's nothing more humbling than defeat, Tom. That's it. And they've got a bit big for their boots, the well, Queenslanders. Well, you and I have been humbled before. Oh, we've been humbled. We've been humbled plenty of times. Oh, we've been humbled. Yeah, yeah. Let plenty me tell you. Don't we've you been, worry. We've been humbled, punters, dribblers. I think it's about time that Queensland were humbled. And if you keep Ben... Benny Hunt there, who's a solid player. Yeah. He's a good Clubland player. A, Tom. Look, Have a, we heard this old story before? This old record? He's a Hunt Great Club. In club land. Great in Clubland. Great in Clubland. Great Clubland club club player, rather. But. You know, not cut out for that origin, that September football stuff. Yeah. So we'll see this year. Yeah. If old Benny Hunt falls away in September, I think we've got a new Mitch Pierce on our hands. And I think we can all rejoice as New South Welshman that maybe they'll keep him there. DC is maligned. A P- Milford. punter's of Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day. Bang, rosé on there, code manly, 50 bucks off a case, pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler, and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Well, Mil- Milford's bloody hot and cold. He's rocks or diamonds. It. Yes, he is. So, I mean, I'm happy, but I'm going to just put that to the side and bathe in what has been... An excellent two games by the Blues. Freddie's done a magnificent job. Wonderful job. We're atop the heap, Tom. We're bathing in victory once more. The was, state has come alive. Literally the first series win I've seen since I was 16 years old. Since I was a boy. I've I've gone from a boy to a man. Mm. Had my, you know, a lot of firsts in between that time, Eddie. Yeah. yeah. You two. From small to big. Small to big. You know. First loves. Yeah. love, love and, Loved and lost, Eddie. Loved and laughed. Laughed and, laughed and cried, Tom. Laughed and cried. I've put on weight. I've lost weight. I've put it all back on. You know? I've got greys in my couple hair. Couple of good nights. Couple of bad nights. Look how grey you are now. I know. You're look as, at me. You're as grey as fuck. And I'm I mean, grey. I'm that, in desperate trouble. Well, that could be a lot to do with Origin itself. Well, I started getting grey during the dark years of origin. That's it. So if I'm going to look to use something as an excuse, it's that. If if maybe now the greys start to subside and I go back to a bit of colour, then I think we know for sure, for certain, it that it orig- was origin-related. Origin-induced. Stress-related. Back Victory. Victory. Victory for the great start All of your right. tap Why not? <laughs> Why not? Wallabies, lost to Ireland. Pretty good game. I enjoyed it. But look, I mean... What it does show is that rugby, super rugby, pure shit, couldn't be less interesting, pure shit. But there is still a very big thirst in this country for the international game. And it seems like we we do still have the the cattle to at least mix it with the best teams in the world. Ireland were number two, which obviously just in and of itself is a hard thing to compute in your mind, an Irish team being good. But they they are a good side, and... We mixed it with them. We did win the first game and then lost the second too. Um, I mean, I don't want to break down the minutiae of that game too much, Eddie. I do think that rugby union, as a fan, has too many opportunities for fucking penalties. But look, I'm, I don't think we're going to solve that here. No, we're not I going don't to think solve we're going to solve it. that here today, Tom. No, but rugby international rugby as a whole, love it. And if you can't get around your Wallabies, great brand. If you brand. can't get around your country. Great country. Great country. Then fucking, there's the door, mate. Yeah, catch you later. You know later. what I mean? Catch you later. See you later, bruh. Yeah. Off you go. Hand Jog in, on. Hand in your passport, mate. Jog on, mate. You know what I mean? Out the door. Piss off. Tell off you, you go. Tell you what I can't get behind. Do you see Israel Folau get yellow carded? Mm. I don't understand how that works. So no. riddle me this one, punish dribblers. Israel Falau can jump, you know, the, over a small building. The man's got that much fucking aerial nous. And the, the Irish guys, he's fucking lifted his... Player up, right? So he's he's literally lining out line outing him to mm. get the, the kick yeah, off. Yeah. Israel's jumped through, tapped the ball, and his hand may have like grazed this guy's back like he's giving him a fucking back rub. They're try and, and, and yet the guy holding him in the air just drops him completely and the guy lands on his neck and Israel gets sent off for, or, like it's a yellow card for saying like that was he that it was his fault. Surely, you like if you get a yellow card, someone you yellow card his teammate, which you can't. But like, I just it doesn't make sense to me. Well, it's just ridiculous. It's they get they get very precious about in the air contests. But then I get it. But like the logic around that was just so fucking off. I was like, I don't care what the hell's going on. Do I don't you? think it was a yellow card. And no. like, to your point, that the, his bloody teammate should have been sent off really for just dropping him. Well, for being that bloody. Inconsiderate Tom. He's completely dropped him out of the sky and this guy's fucking landed on his neck. He's basically like the first just time said, fuck it, I've had enough. Would he give Is he a great Australian jumper? Well, I was just about to say, would he give old B Stark a run for his money? Well I, he, I think he would. I think he'd have to. He'd you know have what I mean? to. I mean, what would he what would he be? Would he be a high jumper or would he be a long jumper? Probably a high jumper you'd think. I reckon he could be a pole vault Sands pole. But yes, is he is he a great Australian jumper? I think he'd have to be up. He's going to be in that. He's got to be in that conversation. Does he go on the? Would you put him on the jumper jumper? Yes. So punters, we are releasing a limited edition range of jumpers at some stage in our future, mm. uh, and it's the jumper jumper. And so this is obviously a a beautiful. Beautiful, uh... Extraordinary knitmanship. Yeah, a nice, a nice... Well, I mean, maybe nylon, just in terms of keeping the cost down. Well, but it, it'll be, it'll be well-appointed, uh, beautiful material. No, beautiful material. And adorned, With dribblers. great Australian jumpers. That's right. Thus, they name, the Jumper Jumper. Now, you know, just to put a bow on rugby, uh... It, you know it doesn't fill me with joy that we've gone down to Ireland yes they're number two in the world but you know but they 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 are Irish Irish and they have come halfway across the globe to play in Australia and they'd be come down here they'd come down here to drink and root you know what I mean? Oh, God, yeah. They've come down here for, for rooting and drinking and well, drinking and, and rooting. And so they should. And so they should. And I can't knock a bloke or a team for that, for no. that mentality. No. You know you're, you're, you know, you're away on holidays and you want to let your head down and you want to have a bit of fun. You, know you want what to I mean? drink you, and you, you want to root. And you want to explore the exotic fruits, Tom. Yes. There's no jammers there with no. exploring new fruits, tasting new fruits, The Tom. land down under it. That's all right. We're plentiful. Mate, we're filled Fruits with Fruits are plenty. Hey, look, they got it. all they gotta do is just keep out for them poisonous snakes. Cause that's, hey, there's some there's some beautiful fruit out and about, but you might <laughs> come across a poisonous snake here or there, a spider bite. Yeah. You little next thing you know, your dick falls. But the juice is worth the squeeze, I think that's what we're trying to say. Absolutely. So with that knowledge, it's a little deflating, a little disheartening that we haven't been able to get the bickies against the Irish well, look, knowing that they would be out there. Hello Sport did come into contact with some uh footage, I will say. Doesn't matter where we got it. Doesn't matter, but we've seen it. We've seen some footage of some prominent Irish players. Certainly, one of them doing some root, <laughs> yeah, getting into some work, getting into some work. And so we sort of thought, well, look, well, no, one uh, of them uh, and you, game might say, one. Well, you might say, you might say, you know, where's this shot? All I can say is, you know, he's getting into some work on the balcony of a hotel. Yeah, in broad daylight. In broad daylight, probably twelve, twelve thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, people are eating in the like the below him. You know? Yeah, there's like shit going on. And he's getting into some work. He's getting some work done for his for his country. Mm. Off the field, of course, mm. um, but certainly that indicated to us that the Irish were here for a little bit of you know extracurricular fruit tasting. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Probably not rugby. Probably not the number one focus. No, just so sampl- with that knowledge- sampling some of the local cuisine, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. You know buddy. what I mean? And <laughs> and right. and power to them. But with that knowledge, we sort of thought, well, you know, we've all all of our boys. Probably sampled enough of the local cuisine. So they're they're just thinking about playing footy. Well, they're just trying to get wins for the country. They're just trying to get wins for the country. Mm, mm, mm. They aren't exactly out and about... That's right. So ...rooting on mezzanines. (laughs) Uh, Chicks Origin Eddie. Hell of a game. Mm. Hell of a game. Mm. Uh, The girls did... It was actually fucking really good to watch. And that sounds like... That in and of itself sounds patronising. You can't help help the inherent patronising tone. You're like... Dude, it was actually a good game. Yeah, but like, let's be honest. Let's just be true to ourselves. You know, state of origin traditionally has been known as a, as a man's contest. So you'll be you'd be forgiven for not realizing how strong the women's competition can be. Yes, or version can be. Yes, I think that that's that's fair enough. Oh, no one expected it to be as good as it was. I don't it, think. Oh, maybe go- I did. I don't know. But I was certainly. Surprised, impressed about how good it was. And I think why, and again, this is probably just going to sound patronizing, but I don't mean it to because I genuinely enjoyed the game. But because the difference in skill level and athleticism between the men and female is still quite stark, if you're looking at both those teams, there's a little more fatigue, there's a little bit less uh, precision. Like, they're still good at passing, kicking, running, tackling, all that shit, but there's still that level, almost like old school rugby league back in the day before it was all where you have Cliffy Lions going around smoking darts and just playing a bit of, bit of footy. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So you were able to, like, see a bit more happen in the game. Mm. Um, but it was fantastic. It was great. Congratulations to New South Wales. We doubled up. We're winning men and women. We are unstoppable. But the thing that I thought was the, the scatters thing about the whole thing was. Well, first, it was a beautiful story, Eddie. It was an interstate love affair. Uh, you had one player from the Queensland side and a player from the New South Wales side, partners in life. Mm. Yeah. Live together. Live part- partners. partners. They think I played for the Gillaroos together and obviously uh, playing against each other in state of origin. After the game, they were fucking on the field sharing an embrace, as you do with your partner, mm. sometimes just with a mate. But this, in this case, just giving each other a kiss was all good. NRL put it up. And a couple of fucking gimps online, like which would have been in the absolute minority, would it, were like, oh, this is fucking sexualizing the game, the women's game, we don't need to see this. Some sort of negative shit, right? Well, that doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me at all, either. And look, the NRL sort of clapped back at him, which was like, you know, welcome to 2018, why don't you join us? Sweet. That's all good. Only problem there is you're giving oxygen to a very small amount of people who are saying this, and then the Issue becomes far bigger. Than it ever really would have been. Like the biggest takeaway from that game, or the most publicised thing from that game, is these two chicks kissing and the backlash in adverted comments. Well, it's 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 the backlash that's the, that was the story about people like the backlash about two girls kissing. Two, but like these the lesbian story was kissing. about the backlash, and that's what the problem was. We're like, and then everyone's writing about that NRL fucking claps back at some homophobe comments. Whereas if you'd literally just fucking blocked them, deleted the comments, whatever you do, then the fact that these Get these two gay women are kissing after the game is as normal as it should be in society, which is like it doesn't rate a mention, or it might be like, oh, that's a nice photo. Yeah, hey. it's a, no, it's just it's a no, it's, it's a, a nice, nice photo. photo, and or like, oh, how funny is this? This couple, one on Queensland, one New South Wales. That's interesting. That's funny. That's a that's a nice talk topic, but it's it then just became this thing about like. Uh about gayness and what was wrong with it and sexualizing the game and all this bullshit and it was just like I found that disappointing and as much as the media are trying to be like, I found the media were as much to blame for that whole fucking thing as well, they always are. Whatever fucking... Wherever the, wherever the best-selling story is, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, they trump it up and they're they like, trump this it is up. Up, but they are it's just unbelievable. And it would have been two people they have got an issue That's with That's it. it. It would have been a couple of dumb fucking... And they've just given so much oxygen, like you say, and it's just turned into this big hu- hullabalooza. Like a big... This big... Much ado about it's nothing. It's almost a... It becomes a circus almost, you know what I mean? It's All the, these people just firing these opinions at each other. It's fucking dribble. Yeah, and... Who and, gives a shit? But also... Also- I thought it was a beautiful photo, a gorgeous photo. Same, and 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 that in black and white or something, or just punch up the colours a bit so you get the blue and the beautiful. Yeah, it'd on the be wall. fantastic. It'd be fantastic. You should be in the bloody NRL HQ. But yeah, so I just thought that was like the it was shit that that was the main takeaway from what was actually a very fucking good game. Well, the main takeaway is, I think punters dribblers that New South Wales went the double. I yeah. think that's yeah. I think that's the point. The real takeaway isn't that the real takeaway here. New South Wales on is that we world. are undefeated this year thank you so nick's in the headlines again tom our nick our nick aussie o- nick aussie nick kyrgios nick Curios, rather now nick has been fined for what people are considering a lewd act well define lewd so <laughs> i'll say what you think I'll say what you think. I don't know. I just to, let's just Google lewd for our for our less intelligent punter dribblers. <laughs> Hold on a second there. Punters Lewd. Crude and offensive in a sexual way. So lewd is purely a sexual term. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But it's crude. Yeah, it's And crude. it's offensive. And it's offensive. So Nick's, Nick's in a bit of hot curry for a lewd sexual act, is he, Eddie? Yes. Now he, he's he's gone down to Chilich at Queens. He's gone down on Chilich. <laughs> he's gone down to Chilich in the semis at Queens. Queens okay, yeah. Um so obviously he's not, you know, a static. No. It, but he's in the heat of battle, you gotta remember. Yes. So, you know, we know that Nick doesn't really deal with, with emotion particularly well. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, clearly on this instance, emotion once again got the better of him, and he's pretended to masturbate using his water bottle. Okay, funny joke though. It's hilarious. Did they take that into account when they when they got him in trouble? Well, uh, no. It seems like maybe they didn't. So well, he's so he's masturbated the bottle. Yes. Now, did he finish? <laughs> I haven't seen the footage of whether or not he squirted the bottle. Well, I think we should find out. I think we need to find that footage. We can't just. We can't just fucking talk about this thing if we haven't seen him, whether he's finished or not. I think that's quite an important part of the the well I think so yeah. the action BBC was forced to apologize, so I'm assuming there's some squirt in there.: Yeah, well, look off that headline alone, you think he's calm. So we're about to look at the video here of Nick Curios masturbating a water bottle. the lewd act. Hold up to the microphone. Right. <laughs> oh, he squirts. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 He's coming. Yeah. Oh, he's shaking a little bit. Oh. <laughs> and the smile he has afterwards. He knows exactly he, what he's done. He's such a cheeky little bastard. He's, a, mate, okay. So he's been, I think, so he's been fined, uh, I think, 20 grand uh, and <laughs> has been reprimanded by tennis. Yeah. Wherever the tennis fucking people Who are. Whoever they are. For what I see is just a little harmless, boyish, good behaviour. Let's be honest, Eddie. Everyone does it. Are you telling me punters, dribblers? Be honest. Who has, who has, who can honestly put their hand up right now and say they've never done that? Hand on heart. Pretended to jack off a water bottle. You're telling me you've never pretended to jack off a water bottle? I would say that I have. Not only have I done it, Eddie, I've done it multiple times. (laughs) It's uh, Is it wrong to say it's a rite of passage, Tom, (laughs) of becoming a man? Yeah. It's an absolute in this nation, at least. It's it's well and truly a rite of passage. you ever heard of the term a timeless joke? <laughs> guess what I'm doing here. yeah. <laughs> <Shit>. guess what <laughs> I'm doing here? But you know what I'm doing. I'm pretending to. I- <laughs> It doesn't get old. No, it doesn't get old. It up. doesn't get old. And Nick knows that. Nick knows that. Nick's from Canberra, for God's sake. Man, he's, he's, he's He was raised on those rough and tumble playgrounds. That's where it. Where that is a day-to-day occurrence. That's a staple of a schoolboy's uh, comedic repertoire. Uh, that's right. It's day-to-day stuff. Nick's seen an opportunity to get a few cheap giggles. I mean look, he's they're, an they're, entertainer look, by yes. and large. They're cheap giggles. No one's saying that they aren't cheap giggles. <laughs> but tell me who's not laughing at it. See, that's all I'm questioning. Look, it's gone everywhere. And 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 realistically, if I'm being if I'm being specific, yeah. you know. I think you should be. He's not even really I mean, it's he's sort of shaking the bottle. He's, he's not actually I know. giving it a full Yahoo. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not, he's not giving it a what's for. No, I mean, if we were just to critique his <laughs> technique, <laughs> if, we're, if, we, if we Look, if we were critiquing his technique, he's not spilling seed. He's not spilling seed. There's no way no. That, that's, that that's leading to a climax. No. <laughs> that was purely for sure. Eddie, you think that's us? I think that's us. I've had a hell of a time. Um, go to the, no, the Blues. Go to the Blues. Go the Blues. Again, if you're around Sydney on Wednesday, 27th, get down to the Botany View Hotel in Newtown. We are going to be shooting a shoot with Josh Reynolds from 7 o'clock. Get Should there be from a good 7. giggle. Should Come be down a from giggle. giggle. Uh, if, you, if you enjoy the podcast, like and subscribe. Follow us on your podcast platforms, wherever that is. Hello, Sport. And Hello, Sport podcast on Instagram, if I'd already said that. Did I say that? Don't know. Finally, Anyone out there who knows Angus Crichton, please tell them to get in touch. We've been reaching out for a long time. The great Uh, Angus Crichton, please get in touch. Could you two just not talk anymore?